Welcome to the Self-Love Revolution, an inclusive well-being series in which experts, influencers, and professionals share their approaches to wellness and mental health. From self-care rituals to setting healthy boundaries to the practices that keep us going. Our Rooted Queen Forever Self-Love Revolution podcast will consist of bi-weekly stories told by real people in the midst of transforming their lives through small daily intentions. Whether it's making a huge change for the 20th time or choosing to believe in ourselves for the first, our intentions make all the difference. Welcome, my queens and kings. My name is Nichelle Mosley. And I'm Natasha. And I am honored for you to join me for the Self-Love Revolution podcast, a podcast dedicated to you. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is our special edition of Rudy Queen Forever, a self-love revolution podcast. Today we will tackle in this episode, it will be all about strategies for success, helping you to confidently step into leadership purposefully, intentionally, and mindfully. How does your work affect your relationship? How does your relationship affect your work? The answers might surprise you. So we have a very special guest today. My husband, Michael Mosley, is going to be on the podcast. We're going to tackle a couple of things that really kind of help us to navigate our relationship inside and outside of the workplace. So we're really hoping to just make sure that we're giving you some tips and tricks on how to do this successfully if you're interested in doing that. Go Go ahead and introduce yourself, Michael. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael. So we're going to go ahead and get started. This episode, we're going to talk about leadership. So you are, I would say, one of the most prominent leaders that, you know, has been a consistent just person in my life. What sparked your interest in leadership and, you know, what makes you such a natural? Thank you for that. Uh, I never considered myself a leader. I always just stepped in to fill a void that needed to be filled. So some people put in for promotion, for a pay a pay raise, which is, of course, nice. But for me, I always saw that there was a void that needed to be filled. Um, so wherever that was, I tried to fill in. And it wasn't about me. It was about the mission. So I think that resonated with people in that. I didn't preach something and practice something else. So leadership by example was always something that was pretty easy to do for me because I've always been someone who is okay with following the rules for the most part and still figuring out a way to be effective through that. So leadership wasn't something that was that I ever really set out to to do, but it was a position I always found myself in. So eventually you learn to lean in and sometimes you just discover a gift accidentally. So how would you say that your leadership played a role when we first originally started to work together? You know, it was a much different circumstance than what we currently do, which, you know, just for the audience, we are mentors of a esthetician business. We also own Queen City Beauty Group, which is a clinic and helps with treatments, body contouring, acne, um, hyperpigmentation, anything to do with skin. My wife is amazing. Not very good at bragging about myself, though. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to let her just keep keep working on bragging on herself. Uh, just let her uh, 
continue to flex that muscle a little bit. <laughs> but we're co-owners of a spa, a Queen City Beauty Group in uh, Charlotte. We also have a few uh, skincare lines we've developed. Rude Queen Skincare, Queen City Beauty Co. Uh, with our people at Keep It Hempel. Absolutely. And we've invented the Queen's Cloth together. Uh, we've recently started getting into magazines and uh, lots of other really, really cool stuff. We and have an international competition coming up where we'll be judging for uh, several of our peers. And we're looking forward to attending that here at the end of February. Yeah. I, yeah, that's pretty busy times, right. I would say. Right. Yeah. So back to the question. Yeah. So originally when we start, first started working together... You know, your leadership obviously had to play a role in how we navigated that. And I believe that we were able to do that very successfully. And, you know, most people would say that we, you know, really were were able to bring our prof- professionalism to the workplace and, you know, navigate being in a relationship um, in, in that particular circumstance, which is very different than what we currently do, which is, you know, owning a business. So when we first met, I was a sergeant. Uh, local law enforcement and you were uh, an officer and uh, I wasn't your direct uh, supervisor but I was a supervisor on a ship that you worked on and we both knew of one another for some time eventually went out and decided pretty quickly that we had an amazing thing together Uh, but we, we had been together in a place that was known to not have very many secrets. We dated for months, about four months, before we decided to go to a party because we didn't want to tell like one or two people and have people keep coming and coming and coming. So we decided to go ahead and hop on out in the open and get it all over with in one evening and went to a party together and it was totally the right move because we didn't have to answer any questions after that. But we were always, because I wasn't your direct uh, supervisor, we were always circumspect about, you know, that's your area and that's your supervision and that's totally separate from mine. And, you know, when you're already treating everybody professionally and you're already doing your best to be fair in the way that you handle everybody, it's not that difficult a thing to do. So you behaved in a way so that I didn't have to worry about being unprofessional. And I'd like to think that I did the same with you and our track records from prior to our being together really laid the foundation for, okay, these are, these are pretty serious people. These people don't, fool around. They're not involved in a lot of nonsense. I mean, hey, if nonsense is your thing, that's great. (laughs) But, you know, it's not mine and I know that it's not yours. So, you know, these are pretty serious people and they don't really bother anybody, you know, in that way. So I feel like our reputations preceded us and people most generally were happy for us. So, uh, you know, I guess, I guess that was leadership. I never, but in my experience, people who are concerned with 
their level of leadership or concern themselves with the wrong thing. Just, I agree. I just believe in that situation. Had you not taken the lead, some people could have, you know, really sort of made the situation more than what it was. Like you said, we both conducted ourselves in a way that made it easy for us to, you know, be in that situation and nobody really questioned us. But there could have been people who had questioned us. And I think it was based on, you know, several things. And one of those things being your leadership. No, thank you. Okay. So from that situation, I would say that we learned, you know, several things that kind of needed to be a part of the equation in order to build on, you know, a great work and family life balance. We kind of developed more of a strategy of like seven sort of steps. And one of those steps being, you know, build a strong foundation. And I believe us having that time of, you know, just privacy to really get to know each other and not have a lot of people prying into our relationship as a new couple, that really helped to build our foundation. And, you know, us just really being able to be very honest and very vulnerable, you know, and having the the advantage of being an interracial couple and getting a chance to um, experience each other's culture and really embracing that open heartedly and fully. Mm-hmm. I felt like that really builds on our foundation. <clears throat> what are some other things that you... Well, I think that you're right on with all that, but... You know, it goes into intentionality because I recall conversations that we had in very early in the relationship. We we both realized that we were both pretty serious people and that if we if we were both investing the kind of time in one another that we were like, okay, this is this is not we're not playing around here. This is we're building something here. Right. What is it? I don't know, but I can't wait to see how it turns out. We realized early on. So we started having pretty serious conversations. What do you want out of life? Do you want kids? What do you want to do? Is this what you want to do forever? Is law enforcement, you know, what what you want to do forever? You know, if it isn't, what, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go that you haven't gone? Those types of things. So we were very, very intentional about also finding out Hey, you know, everybody's got these things that set them off. They call it being triggered now, but, (laughs) but. Deal breakers or whatever those, you know, like you said, those trigger things that really get under your skin. Yeah. That, you know, and sometimes, sometimes the reaction is a lot more Mm -hmm. because of the past than you would think until you know the backstory. So what are those things about you so that I can walk around those carefully because I don't want to do that. I don't want to have you re-experience something that wasn't great for you. I don't want to do that. I know that everybody has those things, so it doesn't have to make sense to me. But if I know what it is, I can certainly avoid it. So we had conversations, extensive conversations about those things very early on in our relationship. And it was just about intentionality. It's setting us foundation. Look, I'm going to find out about what these things are Anyway, eventually, I, but it'll be like a landmine when I do. I don't want to learn about it that way. I don't want to re-traumatize you accidentally. So let's have a conversation now because I see this going somewhere. Let's 
let's go ahead and build this intentionally. So, right. so intentionality really was, was everything. We just, we recognize, well, this is different. This person gets me different. in a special, special way, in a deep right. way. Right. And this isn't my first rodeo, but I mean, I, I know, I think that helps me know how correct this one is. Well, that's right. I mean, it wasn't our first rodeo for either of us. You know, I was had gone through a, a previous divorce and really was not in a place where I was really looking for another relationship. And my co-host on this particular podcast is Natasha Nunez. And in a previous podcast, we talked about manifesting and the intentionality that you have about, you know, wanting what you want in a partner and having the feelings that you have when you are able to really get to the person that, you know, makes you feel safe and helps you to confront the past and, you know, and helps you to really fully be yourself and have the ability to be vulnerable and talk about those things and, and not try to avoid them because, you know, eventually they are going to come up. And if you are willing to, you know, speak about it in a way that, you know, helps you to move past it or even heal from it, then then you have so much more in your partner. You know, you have so much of a deeper connection. And that was always something that I was trying to manifest in my life because of the dysfunction that I grew up in. And so, you know, just to hear about your explanation of how our relation our relationship has really come to fruition just like brings me so much joy in my heart because it's it's really just everything that I'm at I I, I really dreamed of it really is oh, that, makes, <laughs> that makes me happy too <laughs> that is really I would say a very precise way that we were able to lay that foundation and you know, have that unconditional trust, that unconditional love that we both really never got. That has really, I, I felt, built everything on such a, a stronger place for us to really just, you know, if we have ideas, if we have things that maybe things that we're trying to test out, we 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 are friends first. You know what I mean? So we consider each other's feelings. We do keep in mind the way that we speak to each other. So those are things that we, you know, on a day-to-day basis, we're mindful of the way that we communicate. And, and we still, we still say please and thank you quite literally every single time, whether it's, Hey, can you get me some toilet paper, please? <laughs> right. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And, or whether or it's that, that, or it's help me write this, huge article for you know a magazine which is a you know a much larger undertaking than getting the Charmin <laughs> or the Cottonelle we were always it's always please thank you and you're welcome and uh we it's you know it's not lip service because we're also not no. those we're not those people so no. we genuinely mean please we genuinely mean thank you we genuinely mean you're welcome because we're we're in whatever we're in Mm-hmm. together so it's it's about being i mean it's simple it's about being nice to one another just be intentionally nice to each other and give one another grace right and use your words 
Absolutely. Because figuring out the, that day-to-day communication, even though I'm not the best communicator, you know, I'm, I'm much more of a, I don't know, how would you describe me? Because I don't, you say that I communicate well, but I feel like I have trouble communicating and getting my point across. So I feel like written things are better for me <laughs> when it comes to, you know, the way that we have to get things, you know, from day to day. And that's a better style for us to, you know, sort of delegate when it comes to things that we have to delegate for in home and out of the home. Some things are incorporated for what we do for work, you know, for the business. Mm-hmm. And then there's some things that we have for our home life and our our small family, our dogs. Yeah. Yeah. The best way that we're able to do that, I would say that mine is written communication. Um, what would you say, you know, my best way of communication is or... Because I know yours is, is very much verbal. You have such a command with, you know, like the English language and you are very expressive <laughs> in the moment and out of the moment. You know what I mean? So sometimes I'm processing <laughs> things so, so much. I feel like I have to like have a moment to write them down. Um, so probably written is is best for you. Okay, good. Yeah, probably written is best for you. And for me, I mean, I don't really care. I really don't. Um, <laughs> I think out loud. So a lot of times I'm talking, but I'm not really talking to anyone. And you've learned to just kind of ignore me or listen in and have a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, to me, an, an idea sometimes sounds differently uh, when you hear it uh, in the room than it does inside your head. So I like to run it through a couple filters before I approve an idea or not. So I'm often thinking out loud. So... Agreed, agreed. But I do feel like we do, you know, we we do get to a point where we will brainstorm. We'll try to get on the same page about the goals that we want for our home life and also our work life, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. So I don't think that communication is necessarily an art form. Mm-hmm. I think it's an effort form. Mm-hmm. So communication, no matter how good you are at it or how much work you might think you need at communication. It's really about effort because there's always going to be a chance that you'll get your wires crossed mm-hmm. or that you're tired or you're hungry or you're agitated at something else and it causes you to not use the best choice of words. And that's going to happen all the time and it's just about it's about effort okay i know this person had a bad day so i'm going to give them grace in this moment i'll let this conversation go away because it's adding stress to them we'll talk about this and everything else you know when they're feeling better so i'm going to say we try to call a time out yep we normally will be you know we we try to say okay i'm going to consider everything as a whole and, you know, what's going on as a whole. And and at this moment in time, is it really the best for our relationship to dig in your heels, get even more, you know, pissed about whatever it is that doesn't really matter? <laughs> <laughs> because normally it's just the silliest, most, you know. Because, because we already know how aligned we are on all of the important stuff. Right. And even the medium... <laughs> important stuff (laughs) so so all of the important and medium level importance uh we're always 
aligned on. So we, if we're disagreeing about it, then it can't be that important. Mm-hmm. So it's just the irritating, like the little stuff that, that you have to give yourself grace on and one another grace on. Because everybody loves to say that they'll, they, oh, I show up 100% every day. Ah. Not really. I mean... Not when you haven't slept in about three days. You know, if you're going through uh, that little insomnia patch that you have. <laughs> I mean, some days I'm I'm struggling to get 76%. So, you know, this achieve, achieve. I show up 100%, you know, go, go, go stuff. Sometimes the strongest relationships are the ones who have the grace muscle uh, mm-hmm. working. That's different than somebody, you know, who doesn't actually mean they're sorry. Suffering from acne at any age is frustrating. Sometimes it seems that the more you try to combat oily or congested skin, the worse it becomes. At Rooted Queen Skincare, we developed a deep cleansing oil absorbing mask that will work in minutes to unclog pores and free your skin of unwanted oils. Our Muddy Roots Zinc and Sulfur Mask can be used daily for problem spots, whereas an all over treatment up to three times a week. Your skin will look clearer and feel healthier after just one use. Purchase our Muddy Roots Zinc and Sulfur Mask on our online store today at rootedqueen.com. That's R-O-O-T-E-D, queen.com. Being able to forgive one another because you already know how aligned you are on the important stuff is... That's a huge... huge, That's a huge thing because like when you work with somebody and you're also uh married to them yeah. one flesh you know <laughs> you know you're you're you can't go home to your wife and complain about your coworker <laughs> and you can't go you can't go to work and complain about your husband you know cuz there he is <laughs> <laughs> basically so you so you have to develop some pretty healthy uh conflict resolution and forgiveness mechanisms i would say absolutely which you know like we've talked about like when when things can get a little tense or a little, you know, misaligned, we do call a timeout. We do try to give each other grace. You know, we do try to remember the big picture. We also try to be intentional about, like, spending time away from work so that it isn't all about, like, you know, who's doing what, what's happening now, and, and there isn't such, a, like, this huge, huge schedule. You know, sometimes we need to just be ourselves, have some fun because we are so intense. We have to remember to also create, you know, fun in our life. And um, that's one thing that doesn't come natural to us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That is so true. Oh, like, you know, the last couple years have have been one in which. Even the introvert's favorite movie theater experience, you know, even that has been, you know, you can't go to the movie theater, you can't go out to eat, you can't go even to a mall or whatever, you know, half the time. And then the other half, you're like, well, 
I really can't afford to catch COVID because like even people with insurance are coming away with huge hospital bills. Like it's, it's a huge financial concern, you know, outside of the fact that like there are people that are passing away. So, you know, the seriousness of the pandemic has really taken us from (laughs) (laughs) kind of serious, kind of serious people to very, very serious people, people. So, so now we're having to, we're going to have to resolve to be, we're going to have to resolve to be a little bit more spontaneous, uh, because, you know, owning a business together has taken, I've never been spontaneous in my entire life. (laughs) And you used to be spontaneous until you started having to plan social media feeds and, marketing strategies and spa menus and all this stuff and it you know you had to put the spontaneity in the cabinet we've got to go uh get it uh, back out of the cabinet <laughs> and do some fun up, stuff right and go find it on the zip line or something <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah we're gonna do that this, this summer we're gonna make some time for that and savor some experiences because that's you know really a part of our overall plan too is to not only be intentional about about those that time away but making sure that we're savoring the time away and we're being intentional when we are in that in that moment and in that that particular you know ecosystem yeah absolutely we spend so much time with our technology because except for the time that you're in the treatment room with a client everything else in our business runs through either our laptop or the desktop or iPad, iPhone, you know, this is always going through technology because you're responding to messages on some platform or another, or you're booking appointments through one platform or another, or you're invoicing or calling for payment about something, or we're working on social media feeds. So everything for us is so internet heavy, but specifically handheld device heavy that when we decided, okay, we're going to have to set a boundary around this. We're going to have to physically take our devices, plug them up against the wall at a certain time, whenever that is. Right. And allow ourselves at least 60 minutes before we go to bed it's been the best ritual. It's know? been absolutely the best and it's it's been it's been transformative. It's helped us sleep better, but it's also helped us like connect better. <clears throat> absolutely. Absolutely. We we have a chance to talk now and we are able to show up as our full selves and we're not we don't have divided attentions because before she wants to talk, but I'm my attention is divided because I'm on some app looking at something that has to do with sports or something in or work. I mean, or, or I'm working or (laughs) now I want to talk, but she's got something that she's actually paying attention to on the phone. So it's like talking to a half of a person. And I think everybody's experienced that on, you know, on some level at, at some time or the other. And we just decided, okay, well, if we create a space in the evening that we're not constantly consuming content or, scheduling content or creating content, (laughs) 
who just constantly work because there's always more work to do. You, you yeah, can't, for those people who are not entrepreneurs out there, if you didn't know, there's always there more is, work to do. There's it's, always more work to do, especially when you love what you do. You can always find the time to do something else in your business because <laughs> there is it's because there's nobody to tell you no. <laughs> there's nobody to tell you that you can't work harder. <laughs> that part. So you have to be intentional. You definitely have to be very intentional. And this has been our ritual now. It has helped us tremendously in ways that like are so restorative and so healing that I'm I'm just so glad that we've adapted it and it feels now like really like a habit. Yeah, it's just a I mean it's it's we really habit stack this and it yep. feels great. It does and yeah. you know, we just say okay, well, if we're going to go to sleep tonight at 10 o'clock then by at least by nine Mm -hmm. technology is plugged up and in the basket and whatever time we have left we talk we'll make tea cuddle the dogs yeah we cuddle the dogs um we have a a theragun (laughs) that we use on your back (laughs) from a day of treatments yes that is the foam roller those yep. are our friends. We use those very thoroughly and consistently. Yeah, and you know, we just we we talk or we don't. Right. Sometimes we sit in silence and just enjoy the company of one another because we've either been in meetings all day long with people or in treatments all day long talking to people and we're just talked out and all we want to do is just sit and enjoy the silence next to one another. So Right. Sometimes we listen to music. Yep. Sometimes we listen to music. Sometimes we listen to meditation. Sometimes we listen to singing bowls. Sometimes we listen to sermons. You know, we really just let that time be a time for us to connect and have an open dialogue. I agree. Uh, The open dialogue is is huge. And, you know, we had an awful lot of deep discussions in our times of doing this and we eventually decided that we needed a family mission. You know, most businesses that you're involved with or most employer employer organizations have a mission and a vision statement. Sometimes they don't adhere to them very closely, but you had the brilliant idea that we should have a family mission statement through that and also our time of quiet uh, spending time together at the end of the day, we have a family prayer that we do as well. So uh, thankful to our time alone for that, but also to you for those brilliant ideas. Yeah, I'm going to share with um, our audience the family mission that we have. Um, so the Mosley family mission is to honor our creator in all that we do and nurture our family as we serve our community. So it was something that we felt was really important for us to just establish the goal that we wanted, not only for our work-life alignment, but also for our community and our overall life as a whole. You know? Yeah, we want to leave the world a better place than we found it. Right. right. And the wonderful thing about humanity is that we all have certain purposes, and the more aligned we can be with what those are, generally the more happy we are and the better the world becomes a better place for that so I believe you have a gift uh, at doing what you do the ability you have to help people uh, especially people who have tried other things and failed it's 
remarkable and uh, you'd think I'd be used to it by now, but I'm still routinely surprised by what you can do. And and I think we both have that mutual respect and adoration for each other. So that's what really helps to keep our relationship. Well, that's the that's I think that's the I think that's the trick, really, of working together is if it depends on which one is the foundation, right? So right. if you. Or if you have a solid personal relationship with someone, uh, if our relationship is solid and then we stack uh, the weight of a business relationship onto it, right. then, you know, it'll take some tending, but that can be managed. But I don't think in our case it would work if it was the other way around. Agreed. And I know that as, you know, lessons have come up and challenges, we've grown. We've grown together. We've still sought to know each other and understand each other and we've done it in an unconditional way that has really been a saving grace in you know not having that also to worry with and take up so much of you know your 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 thoughts and it would be such a huge distraction so how do you feel about sharing our family prayer so it's it's you know kind of something that we do as a family within our ritual and we can kind of you know I, I think like in the podcast here just kind of share with the folks how we're able to stay connected and want the best for our, our family absolutely we found a prayer that we use maybe not every single day but it is it is in the greatest hits rotation we say it together and we say it out loud because there's power to the spoken word. There's power to intention. And there's also power uh, to togetherness. So we are praying this prayer together probably no less than two or three times a week, really. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Dear, Dear God, God, please make of our relationship a great and holy adventure. adventure. May, May our joining be a sacred space. May the two of us find rest here, a haven for our souls. Remove from us any temptation to judge one another or to direct one another. We surrender to you our conflicts and our burdens. We know you are our answer and our rock. Help us to not forget. Bring us together in heart and mind as well as body. Remove from us the temptation to criticize or be cruel. May we not be tempted by fantasies and projections, but guide us in the ways of holiness. Save us from darkness. May this relationship be a burst of light. May it be a fount of love and wisdom for us, for our family, for our community, for our world. May this bond be a channel for your love and healing, a vehicle of your grace and power. As lessons come and challenges grow, let us not be tempted to forsake each other. Let us always remember that in each other we have the most beautiful woman, the most beautiful man, the strongest one, the sacred one in whose arms we are repaired. May we remain young in this relationship. May we grow wise in this relationship. Bring us what you desire for us and show us how you would have us be. Thank you, dear God. You who are the cement between us, thank you for this love. Amen.
So like you mentioned, this is definitely a part of our greatest hits. Um, we are happy to share that with our community and we look forward to having you on the podcast more in the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's very exciting. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening and we'll Thank you. see you next time. Stay rooted. Stay grounded. And always, and always come, come home to yourself. yourself.